You know you're talking like this just because I'm going out with Blaine. His name is Blaine? Oh, it's a major appliance. It's not a name. <laughs> Pretty and pig mac and cheese, next. When your weekend's all spent up and you got Monday coming down the pike, sometimes all you need is a little comfort to get you through to Monday. Mac and cheese movies, where we believe in comfort food and comfort movies. <laughs> Anybody. Why are you getting involved? The girl was, is, will always be nada. Say You're ashamed to be seen with no, me. You're ashamed to go out with me. You're like him. He likes you. What his friends think shouldn't make any difference. So I'm let them know that they didn't break me. Somebody didn't believe in you. I've always believed in you. I just didn't believe in me. Hello, welcome to Mac and Cheese Movies. I'm Scotty Coppage. And if I was in a Turkish prison, I'd have a good time with them. Ben and Sarah Remert. <laughs> Hi. Hello. In honor of this week's movie Pretty in Pink, Shannon made some Pretty in Pink sugar cookies. They're awesome. They're amazing. They're pretty good. Home- Scotty helped. He made the frosting. <laughs> made the frosting. It was abominable. The homemade cookies were amazing. Um, confection six sugar, vanilla extract, corn syrup, some food coloring. Stir it up. I think I needed a mixer for this. I don't know. It just it didn't. But then the Remmerts brought a bounty for us for Pretty and Pink. <laughs> what did what did y'all what did y'all bring? Um, strawberry tea cakes. And some sushi and rosé pink wine. How was the sushi? I, <laughs> I like the sushi. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I eat it all the time. I ate a piece. Yeah, yeah. The stra- the strawberry cupcake things were make were great, <laughs> and the rosé. Yeah. No complaints here. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's got a beer. Yeah. Like, you know, he's got the pretzels in his mouth, and he's <laughs> trying to go up to the bedroom with Andy at the party, mm-hmm. which seems a little forward. Um, <laughs> he's keeping his hands in his pockets the whole time. Oh, yeah. He swears. <laughs> Our movie today is Pretty in Pink. According to the legends of IMDb, a poor girl must choose between the affections of dating her childhood sweetheart or a rich but sensitive playboy. First taste. First time you saw it, your relationship to it. Why is it a mac and cheese movie? Oh, um, I like it because my, I used to love this movie growing up. It's one of those movies I could watch over and over and over again. It's my all-time number one favorite movie. And <clears throat> I grew up liking it so much because I mostly like uh, Andy because I could relate a lot to her in high school. 
Um, she was a lot like me and her relationship with her father was a lot like me and my dad growing up. Cause it was always just the two of us. Uh, this is probably the second time I've seen this movie. So I'm not like crazy familiar, but I, I guess if you broke down kind of like, I think everyone can relate to like high school politics and kind of like the hierarchy and the cliques and all of that kind of stuff like that and kind of where you fall into that. And, um, that's about all I have to say about that. <laughs> I saw it on HBO when I was growing up. My mom was like, hey, you'll probably like this movie. And, you know, watch that like one morning. Yeah. Love it. You love all the John Hughes stuff. Mm-hmm. You you dream about being in high school. And you think this is what high school is going to be like. Yeah. All this stuff. I didn't like take to Not even until maybe the recent viewings about the poor rich thing. It just isn't on my radar. It's like kind of like Molly Ringwald is trying to get this guy to like her. This other guy loves her. Um, and kind of all the high school shenanigans that ensue. Um, this is part of the Molly Ringwald 16 Candles Breakfast Club. Yeah. Like that whole little huge run she had. This is the last movie she'd be in with John Hughes. Um, no, this is, this is great. And I, I like John Cryer in this a lot. There's going to be some talk about like other people that could have been in this movie. Um, I do like John Cryer in this. I don't think he's bad or anything. In fact, I, don't really see. I don't really see why anyone is like really hung up on Andrew McCarthy in this movie. Not oh, because he's so good looking. That's why he was so pretty. Like he was the poster pretty boy for the eighties. I think him and no comment. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's it, John Spader? James Spader. James Spader. James Spader. James Spader yeah. Yes, very two good looking guys, and I think um, played their parts well. Though, did, yeah. yeah, John Cryer was just again the. Boy, he lost over yeah. all those years. So James Spader was going to be on this podcast, but he wouldn't put out a cigarette to come in the house. Really? <laughs> Interesting, Scotty. <laughs> I will say, so one of the things that stuck out, off, I know you didn't ask the question, but <laughs> you you watch like old movies, I guess John Hughes movies or, you know, Breakfast Club, something like that. It's amazing to me, like how many people are just like openly smoking and drinking and like almost in front of teachers practically. And it's just like, Oh yeah, this is just part of high school. We just do that, like you know, people are driving, and I don't know, banging just, and smoking just, and drinking. It seems like I don't know. There might be like a shift in responsibility or something. Like now that we're you know what twenty twenty two now, but yeah. anyway, stuck out. That stuck out to me when when there's the fight with John Cryer mm-hmm. and James Spader. I mean, those teachers don't really kind of yeah. super get involved, they just let and, them then, run away. and then yeah. and then John Cryer just runs off and knocks <laughs> over the the prom. Understands me. No, I'm just kidding. Man. No, I, yeah, yeah. You know, nowadays, you know, parents are getting involved. You know, there, there's a no lot tolerance. Yeah, violence. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about that. Mm. I don't know, Scotty. You're the teacher. What, what? What's your takeaway on it? Oh, on that issue. Yeah. Would I'm, you have let them just well, go on their way, or would you punish them? Well. I'm I'm not getting involved in a fight. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting hit in the face or True. getting that a torn ACL. Um, <laughs> that's, it happens. It's like I'm like a magnet for fights. <laughs> I feel like, um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not breaking that up. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, if some kid starts running off, I don't think you're allowed to go chase them. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it used to be like the playground after school. Now it's like. Eighth period, Mr. Coppage's class. <laughs> <laughs> Be there. 
Oh, and like what stuck out to me too is the music. I forgot how much oh, yeah. I love the music soundtrack. from mm-hmm. the beginning, yeah. the very first scene, the psychedelic birds, and I forgot how much I love that song. There's there's some Smith stuff going on yeah. in there. Yeah. It's good, man. John Hughes like has some good good stuff that he chose like yeah. in like his movies. Yeah, and the whole like scene where they're like at that nightclub that they always hang out mm-hmm. in the live music. Yeah. Cats, right? It's cats. I don't know. It's called cats. I think it's cats. Is it cats? I it's didn't pay attention. Sure. I, 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 I like the bouncer Andrew yeah, Dice Clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Iceman. Oh, so good. Just our, the yeah. him and Ducky's interaction. You know, yeah. yeah, that's so good, man. Ducky's got like a bag of barbecue lays that he's up there <laughs> yeah. with, and he's like. My favorite part, when, I didn't even know, notice it until yesterday. He was like, "You want to try a cigarette?" Because <laughs> he's never smoked before, and I thought that was hilarious. That's one. You know, um, scene that I don't remember, and it kind of came back to me. So I will say too, you know, since we were talking about everyone's just openly smoking and drinking, Ducky and uh, Andy, I don't want you know, she always orders a Coke, or they never smoke. They never. They're like setting the correct example. Ducky's always drinking a juice box. Juice box versus (laughs) you know all their you know calm the mean rich people or whatever that are always like constantly wasted or whatever. But anyway. Just put that together. This is my last serious party of my high school career. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh-huh. I my parents' Who house talks like that. Like that? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. They're also like 30-year-olds playing 18-year-olds. Yeah. So. Yeah. The ingredients. Molly Ringwald. What do we think about Molly Ringwald? I think this is the first time I think we've talked about her on this podcast. Yes, I freaking love Molly Ringwald. Love her. Specifically in this movie. Love her, love her, love her. Um, a lot, because I, like I said, I could relate to her character. And also, like, I read that John Hughes specifically wrote this movie for Molly Ringwald. And so I think she was made for the part. What I think is, is there's, Sarah always say, oh, they're an eyebrow actor. They're not very good, or they have to use, like, you know, over-exaggerated facial expressions. Uh, Molly Ringwald bites her bottom lip probably <laughs> no less than 40 times in this movie. At different different types of emotions, different types of uh, scenes, not just like the classic, I don't know, bottom. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I didn't notice it because she was amazing, so I didn't notice. I specifically didn't say anything because I was <laughs> waiting for it today. <laughs> but no, Molly Ringwald's freaking great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's very pretty too. Very pretty. This may be my favorite of her performances. Um, I mean, Breakfast Club's good. It's a different kind of vibe. Sixteen Candles. I mean, Sixteen Candles is like her. This is, I think there's maybe some more range by, by when she's got to this age. Mm. Mm. Yeah. They wanted somebody else for this movie. The studio wanted somebody else. John Hughes wrote this for her. Yeah. Studio wanted the girl from Flashdance. And they're like, oh, Jessica, oh, what was her name? I don't even know her name. I can't remember her name. Let's Google it. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, no, she was made for this role. Yeah. For sure. And then, yeah. Her name was Jennifer Beals. I was going to say that. I swear I was going to say that. Jennifer yeah. Beals. Yeah. So they, want, they wanted her in this yeah. movie. It wouldn't have been the same. Um, no, we wouldn't, no. Be, wouldn't be doing this podcast no. right now. No. no. Four decades later. I mean. And it's crazy. Four decades. We've done some pretty good movies <laughs> that are not Twister. Twister. Wait, do we do Twister? No. Yeah, no, we that was Speed. 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 God, we should do Twister. Anyway, that's a side point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then John John Cryer. Do we like John Cryer in this role? Oh, he's perfect. He's definitely, I feel like, even outside of this movie, I feel like he's always been friend zone. No offense to John mm-hmm. Cryer, but I feel like he's always been that role. So he's meant to play, you know, the funny best friend. He said that... 
he's like really outgoing, like as a person. And Molly Ringwald and Andrew McCarthy aren't. They're mm-hmm. like real reserved. And that the directors kind of use that dynamic, like mm-hmm. for the yeah. film, is there's like this. The three of them, there's kind of like this clash yeah, like between them. So yeah. it, there's, it's there already in real life yeah. because because of that. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, do you, Sarah? Did you ever think? Oh yeah, they should be with. She should be with Ducky. Never. 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 I like everyone always says that. Everyone always like, oh, hundred percent Ducky. And I think part of it's because I feel bad for Ducky. But I for sure think she should end up with Blaine. That's where her heart was. There's no way she would have loved Ducky as much as she loved Blaine. So, and then do you have like a like a, a maybe an unknown fact about the ending? And um... oh yeah, the ending. Supposedly the real ending was supposed to be. Uh, she was supposed to end up with Ducky. Like the pre-screening. But yeah. the pre-screening they just didn't like it. They wanted to end up with Blaine, so they had to reshoot everything. And if you notice that Andrew McCarthy's wearing a wig at the prom, because he had to get his head shaved for yeah. a play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So fun so... fact. Uh, I, I I have to agree. I think I think Blaine was the right choice. You have someone. First of all, they're in high school and they're young, and you know, okay, this person has money, but he has not like let that money turn him into like an evil dickhead, and so he's kind of torn between quote unquote friends and you know what he really is feeling or how you know what I mean, like his actual reality or whatever. And I think you know he did a good job at trying to navigate through that, especially that young, when you have so much peer pressure and everything on you, you know, from, uh, what's, what's the other guy's name? The other rich guy, Spader or whatever. Steph. Is it Steph? Steph. It's yeah, Steph. Steph. It's Steph. Yeah. Which everything's backwards in that movie. <laughs> that guy's name's Steph. His girlfriend's name's Benny. <laughs> anyway. Andy. Blaine. <laughs> anyway. Phil. Ducky. Uh, so, but yeah, no, he seems like, like someone you could trust, like, you know, from his heart or whatever, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. Not not that you couldn't with Ducky, but eh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I just her heart just didn't belong with Ducky. Ducky is, like, really annoying. That Especially that first hour of the movie. He's, he's a, leaving, like, eight messages. He's a stage yeah. five clinger, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> he's, like... Making that alarm go off at work, she misses yeah. getting to see Blaine. He like yeah. walks out, like just yeah. kind of like everything. Yeah. yeah, I also think a part of that's kind of protecting her too. Um, part of it is yes, he wants to be with her, but he knows how those. You know, he says that he's like, you know, they shown everybody, including you, and I think at you know his heart was in the right yeah. right place, yeah. trying to protect. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like you. I don't know. Gotta go with your heart. You've been in a friend zone for your whole entire life. It's that person's made it clear to you it's not gonna happen, but that's not to say that poor person can't support you to like try to find somebody else or like try to hook you up with a friend or something. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. man. Anyway. <laughs> when when he kisses Annie Potts, um and she like oh, yeah. has that look and then she like takes a drink, do you think it was like cause it was a great kiss or she's just so shocked in the moment? Um I think both. I think she was shocked in the moment. And because he also is young. She's old. She says it. He, I'm old enough to be his mother. And yeah, go ahead. Very unexpected, I think. And I think it was a great kiss. I, I think there's a couple things in, in the movie where that happened. So he gets in a conversation with Andy's dad at one point when they're out on the sidewalk. And, you know, he says something along the lines of like, oh, I ride by the house, but I, but have you ever parked? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think, uh, what's her name? Iona. 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 She had like a similar deal, like. Basically, have you ever actually just told her how you feel? And then even in the movie when he's ta- trying to talk himself up to tell her that he loves her and she can kind of hear it through the vent when she's downstairs. He never actually does. He takes off and he, he runs. And so he's never like 
asserted himself to be like, look, I'm the, I feel this way. You either do or you don't, but we need to do something or whatever. And yeah. all you got to tell him, yeah. you got to tell him, you have to do it. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's painfully obvious and everything else, you have to do yeah. it. Yeah. Even if you get your heart and broken. And he never yeah. did. And he never did, you know? So yeah, kind of half-assing it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> and I also read that they wanted to have her be with Blaine at the end because they're like, we're making this kind of statement about like inner class mm. like dating and everything like we can't have it be like no that can't happen we have to like be able to transcend this and these two it was the reagan together. years you see yeah i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yep anyway I, I would i would i would be going crazy if i was having to go to that damn party i would too i didn't well i didn't grow up rich i grew up like andy and her house was kind of like similar to kind of like the house i yeah. grew up in <laughs> me and my dad i think i I don't know. I mean, I have was, you know, friends with some rich kids and it was always so awkward being there for me. I don't know about Ben's personal experience. So wait, are we talking about going to the party yeah. in the giant mansion? Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I would definitely would have been there. I don't care. <laughs> no, I mean with like I mean I, I don't know. There's like an orgy going on. I wouldn't have like taken like, <laughs> a perspective girlfriend or date there though. Like there's no <laughs> yeah, way. It's like yeah, yeah, for the no. first time we're yeah. doing, hey, let's yeah, go to this party. No, yeah. And like there's an orgy oh, in the oh, background. Oh, there's like people with their bras off yeah, and stuff, yeah. like in another room. Yeah. And, well, um, no, that when he asks that, hey, are you up for a party? She says no. Yeah. So like, immediately you should be like, okay, cool. Well, this is our first like interaction or whatever. Like maybe we should go like get a freaking slice of pizza or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. Anyway, no, that's that was probably the wrong call on his yeah. part. But. And and then like staying in the room with Steph, who's like open shirt, like yeah, I think I would have immediately walked out. Yeah. Then, then, then the then the bitch from gym class. Oh yeah, uh, her name was Benny. Okay, she has a name, <laughs> and she's like, they don't just let anyone in here. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> I don't think girls are that mean. Well, they can be pretty mean, but not. And, that. and when they're like. We'll take the chapters. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. a spider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a bitch yeah, move. Yeah. Man, a bitch d- move. joke's on them, though, man. Okay. <laughs> like, now you guys have extra work. I, I also love how each side, they, like, see each other as Martians. Like, when he goes out into, like, the quad area or whatever where she's sitting and, like, mm-hmm. doing, like, her homework, whatever, doodling, whatever she's doing. Everybody there looks like he's, you know, she, he's a Martian. Blaine is a Martian. Like, yeah. You've and, never been out here yeah. before. Like, yeah. <laughs> Going to school here four years, you've never, yeah, I guess, you've never been out here, yeah, and uh, vice versa. When she goes into the party, everyone's just staring at her like she doesn't belong. Yeah. So, either way, they didn't belong to each other's groups. The politics of high school, you know. Mm-hmm. So John Hughes wrote this, he didn't direct this. Howard Deutsch directed it, he also directed Some Kind of Wonderful, which is a John Hughes script that I also love that it's, movie, too. Isn't that like the same script but like reversed? It's 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 similar. It's similar. He, yeah. The guy's in in love with this like real popular girl and her friend who's like a drummer, um, tomboy. Tomboy like is in love with. So he's a drummer. <laughs> um, so that's good. And John and Howard Deutsch hasn't really done a whole lot. Like mm-hmm. I guess since then he does some TV and stuff. He's still a working director. He's a very young man mm-hmm. at seventy years old. Um, yeah. <laughs> but James Spader is great in this movie. James Spader. Auditioned for Blaine. What do you think about James Spader for Blaine? Oh, no. James Spader always has, like, the villain. I mean, God, back in the day, he was so sexy. But he always has that villain kind of 
thing going on always. He's always the villain. Um, yeah. He's kind of like, yeah, with a glare. I, don't, I don't know. I don't care. And I'm going to do whatever <laughs> yeah, I want. You know, it's just simple, like, yeah. Yeah, man. just a simple glare at you. You know, he always has to be the villain. And when like, he's like laying sexy. on her car, and it's like, yeah, we get off my car. Oh, like, God, yeah. Super sexy. Super and he's like saying to Blaine, oh, she's oh, just yeah, a piece then, of trash. Uh, like, you yeah. know. Well, this, so I, we literally <laughs> yesterday, that, that scene, you know, he's laying on a car. And then he like, it was like a close-up, but he's like pulling a cigarette out. And I was like, that was cool back then. <laughs> like, that was the ultimate. Yeah. Like, yeah. Marlboro lights. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Annie Potts. This is Annie Potts, like... She had it going on. She was in mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. She's in this. Oh, okay. She's in this movie, Who's Harry Crumb, with John Candy. Then she's in Designing Women. Mm-hmm. She she was making some good money yeah. here at this point. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd be for Annie Potts doing some more stuff. Um, Harry Dean Stanton is the dad. He's an alien. Mm-hmm. Is he an alien? Yeah, he is, actually. Keep trying yeah. to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, remix the ingredients. Robert Downey Jr. is Ducky. They they said they they this could change if like Andy could end up with Ducky at the end if it's somebody like Robert Downey Jr. in 1987 or whatever. I don't. I feel like Robert Downey Jr. was just too pretty for the part. It had to be someone yeah. who wasn't classically handsome, but because obviously cool. you're gonna pick you know Robert Downey Jr. over Ducky. I think R D J was like um, kind of playing quirky roles at that point, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like. I don't know. I haven't seen him in less than zero. Less than zero. Oh, is he God. cool in that? He's so well, I he's mean, an he's a drug addict. He's okay. not the coolest guy. James Spader's in that movie okay. too. Also super hot in that movie. Um, Andrew McCarthy's in that movie. The movie Mannequin. James Spader and Andrew McCarthy are in that as well. Oh yeah. <gasps> You've never seen Mannequin? Me and Katie Britt and Shannon did a podcast <gasps> so on that good. a few years ago. Andrew McCarthy's in it. And um, what's her name from Sex in the City? Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. Yeah. It's good. It's a good movie. What, they also wanted Charlie Sheen for Blaine. No, maybe. maybe I don't know. No, I feel like Andrew McCarthy was perfect for that role. He's like you said, he's so reserved and he's so shy, and yeah, I think he was perfect for that role. What do you think, Charlie Sheen? As no, Blaine? there's no. Way. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, those people are just too cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah know Andrew McCarthy always plays it cool in every movie he does. Same thing with no. like Robert Downey Jr. and Ducky. It's like, yeah, the, Ducky has like a uh, John Cryer does, has like a uh, just like some sort of innocence to him. It's just mm-hmm. not yeah. quite manly yeah. enough, yeah. you know. Yeah. And those other uh, Robert Downey Jr. He is that, you know. Yeah, very masculine. It wouldn't work, yeah. I don't think, man. Yeah. yeah. So perfect so, job, perfect job on the casting. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think yeah. they nailed it. As usual. Yeah. With John, Hughes, John movies. Hughes yeah do you have any other themes we want to talk about with this movie Sarah this is this is your time to I shine know. right here I thought I'd have more to say but I don't know why <laughs> yeah the I, I kind of already touched on it earlier it just seems like uh, and it is a movie it's a fictional movie but it seems like people that were 17 years old just had like way more responsibility and they like took it it wasn't just like, oh, I have to do this. They're like waking up on time, going to school, oh. not going to school. Getting your dad up. Yeah. Fixing yeah. him breakfast. Oh, that's what I was talking about. It's like growing up, that's how, that's why I love this movie so much. Because that was like the first thing was like, yes, this was my high school. Like trying to get my dad up, you know, hey, it's time to go to work. You know, trying to make sure he's okay, having breakfast. That was but, but basically he, my life every morning mean, in high school. You know, pick me up at the mall or what? Like, there's no, like, they're not, like, laying back to their parents where I'm at or what I'm doing. Oh, I'm at work. Okay, I can just make that up. I mean, 
there's really a lot of responsibility going on there. Oh, how are you getting home? Oh, you're at a party drinking. How are you getting home? You know, stuff like that. And I feel like, you know, growing up, I was a lot like Andy, but I felt like I grew up to, I grew up to be Iona. Like watching Iona, I was like, I grew up to be her. Like she's definitely me at my age right now. Always wanted to be young, always reminiscing, always wanted to go back. To, you know, if you knew then what you know now. We like pets. Yeah. <laughs> Terrence, Terrence owns a pet, pet shop. Store. Yeah, owns a pet store. Anyway, <laughs> is this too much for sushi? Yep. <laughs> But oh, and the, oh, also, I was talking about the really made me angry in the movie. So Iona like shows her her prom dress and how proud mm. she was of it. Her dad spends all this money on another beautiful prom dress, and she takes two beautiful prom dresses and turns it into one ugly prom dress. I don't know why that doesn't bother anybody else but me. It's an ugly prom dress. It's an ugly. Prom Is this supposed to show how she's able to yeah. like blend in things in two worlds? She's a budding designer. Yeah. Yeah. But God, that was such a beautiful prom dress. Both those dresses. And she just tore them up and made one ugly prom dress. That really... And her dad was like, cool. Yeah, I just spent a lot of money on this dress for you to use. Like You're so beautiful. <laughs> a foot of it. This fabric. Yeah. This movie does get kind of dark. I guess in that second... In the second half of the movie, like after Ducky's like heartbroken, you see him. He's not wearing like the blue sunglasses anymore mm. or anything like that. He's wearing yeah. the dark sunglasses. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. And then when he runs after Steph mm. and and you just see how like heartbroken he is over the whole situation. Yeah. And the stuff that's going on with Andy and Blaine and how that how he's like, oh I already asked somebody else to prom, I just forgot. Yeah. Uh I I I didn't get any of the messages. Uh yeah. it's like that like it's like what, what, Andy, what are you doing? Yeah. Andy But I always feel too well, like because yeah. he he said like whenever like the alarm like whenever he, you know, Blaine was picking up for the date. He was like, you know, for the first time in your life, I won't be there. But I loved at the end how when she did have her heart broken and splattered, he was there for well, her. Well, not not only that, Andy was capable of handling herself with uh, Blaine. You know, I want to hear it. Tell me, you know, what, you know, she didn't let him yeah. off the hook. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah. so, she, you know, she stood up for herself, you know, and I think, you know, Ducky's kind of in the background as a support yeah. or whatever. Unknowingly, he unknowingly supported her. Well, she unknowingly knew that. That he was had her back. So she even wasn't he like wasn't completely defenseless. Like, oh, I wish Ducky was here. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, I told you so. Yeah. You know, she, yeah. she and he wasn't. He wasn't good. an asshole about it. I like that. I like how he wasn't a douche and was like, oh, I told you so, and yeah. just kind of blew her off. But no, he was there for her at the end. Yeah, I think by the time you can say I told you so, it's so. Out, it's so it's yeah. so douchey. It's like yeah, I think they they know now. Yeah. There's no yeah. People make mistakes. You move on or you don't. You know, yeah. they're yeah. obviously childhood friends and they're yeah. going to be fine. So and then Ducky got Christy Swanson at the end. Yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Which one? Who's I don't the girl at the end of the movie? She's blonde. She's like the blonde girl. Yeah, that, I think he was like she, I don't know. You don't remember mm. at the end? Anyways, she's Buffy. anyway good for him. She's Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> in the nineties. Very good movie too. Good for him. <laughs> Everybody wins. Everybody, <laughs> everybody gets the girl. Yeah. Every, yeah. Steph, we don't know what happened to him. Hey, he probably, indeed. he yeah. probably wrecked the economy in 08. Yeah. Well, according to Andy, Ducky will be still be in high school. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because he doesn't know the Warsaw Pact. Yeah. 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 <laughs> doesn't go to class. She's like, oh, the Russian Revolution wasn't in Germany or something. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. The kids are smart back then. They're like, she's like spitting out kind of like, you know, 
stuff that you could ask probably an average person yeah. the same age today. They're going to be like, I don't know what that is. I also think it's before the World Wide Web. It was when you actually the World had World Wide Web? The World Wide Web. <laughs> According to the 80s, it was the World Wide Web. Um, oh and I think it's time when you actually had to go to the library and read. Like, you actually had to, like, research stuff. Now the you just decimal system? You just Google essays and stuff now. What is the Warsaw Pact? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. Dewey Decimal. Doggy bag, what are you taking home from Pretty in Pink? Um, I don't know, man. Go after what your heart feels and don't worry about all the other bullshit. Um, what I took from it is, you know, Andy is her own person and she can make her own decisions. Um, didn't need anybody to help her. She had her own job. You know, she's taking care of her dad and... Basically, she didn't need anybody to tell her what to do or how to feel. She's an independent woman. Independent woman. Yeah, the original independent woman. Yeah. I think this is this is an incredible movie, and this is like towards the end of the John Hughes run. Mm. and Until Home Alone. Until, he, until he make, he's making all the Home Alone money and all the kid, <laughs> yeah. kid mo- movie money. Yeah. But, I mean, this, this, this starts to end the teen Ferris Bueller. renaissance yeah. that he had the Brat Pack. created. Yeah. Um, and I like, you know, I like Ducky. I love Ducky, ride or die, even when he's annoying. Yeah. Um, I know I'll be driving my bike around your house. Yeah. But Aww. never park. Never, never park. park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being on the show, Ben and Sarah. You're welcome. No problem. The you can- World Wide Web. <laughs> the World Wide Web. <laughs> <laughs> is where this will be posted <laughs> You can find us on our website, macandcheesemovies.com. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's www.macandcheesemovies.com. I'm kidding. All right, I'll drop that. I'll take that If you like the show, please leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. I'm off like a dirty shirt. Mac and Cheese out. Nice.